0: everyone and welcome back. I'm Dawn, host of Procovery Podcasts. We are very pleased this week to bring you an interview with Kathy Warner, LCSW and Deputy Director of Adult Systems of Care, County of Los Angeles Department of Mental Health. Kathy has been with the Los Angeles County Department of Mental Health since 1986 and has held a variety of positions during the more than 25 years she has worked in the mental health community, including as an LCSW providing direct services to children, adults, and families, and as a supervisor coordinating the provision of treatment and supportive services to consumers residing in residential care facilities through efforts such as the Supplemental Rates Program and transformation of RCF settings into DMH contracted providers, countywide program development with adult targeted case management, countywide HIV mental health services, assertive community treatment, and other initiatives being advanced by passage of the Mental Health Services Act. Kathy has held positions of an educational consultant, mental health analyst, and mental health clinical program head responsible for Rio Hondo Community Mental Health Center, South Bay Mental Health Center, and Long Beach Adult Programs, as well as district chief overseeing the programmatic and administrative responsibilities for DMH programs located in Service Area 8. We very much enjoyed speaking with Kathy and hope you enjoy part one of our two-part interview. Here, Kathy shares with us some of what is happening now, specifically in the adult system of care in L.A. County.
1: Well, the adult system of care has really been focused on what we call transformation over the, over the past probably two years uh, with respect to our adult programs, both adult directly operated and our contracted providers, to really embrace what we call, you know, the recovery-driven system of care. A lot of the changes that have moved this transformation forward came upon us, truthfully, um, as a result of the the current economic climate that we find ourselves in, you know, here in Los Angeles, as well as really the realities of the the budget constraints also at our state and and federal level. So that kind of drove what we call um, a rapid adoption of uh, a very different service delivery model within our adult outpatient programs and really a movement away from uh, more of the traditional services that we provided uh, at our clinic. So so that reality has uh, compelled us to really utilize and maximize the dollars available through the Mental Health Services Act as our revenues for other funding streams has diminished, you know, as county general funds have eroded and as the Uh, the financial situation uh, with people not buying as many cars for example or spending money that results in sales tax revenue for us. So as those um, events have happened we've really turned more and more to the Mental Health Service Act funding.
0: Next, Kathy speaks about how the Mental Health Services Act influences her work on a daily basis.
1: Well I believe the Mental Health Services Act really provides the department um, with the opportunity to move from what I uh, would have called a provider-driven system of care to more effectively partner in the delivery of our services. And today, our partnerships are much stronger than they have been and across many new partners that I think are essential to really transform our delivery system. Uh, We really don't do anything alone here in Los Angeles County in our system but work collaboratively uh, with a multitude of agencies and other county departments and providers. And so um, we've really had to enhance those relationships much more strongly in recent years. Wherever possible, um, as I said previously, we've really worked to overcome the loss of revenue um, by creating new programs that I can speak to that really have become available to us through some of the specific elements of the Mental Health Services Act, namely uh, community services and support, and right now through our prevention and early intervention efforts. So I think what we're trying to do is to create service capacity and the successful graduation of our consumers and needed transition across levels of service so that we assure we don't have any wrong door and a consumer who enters our system can... um, Know, really be welcomed and supported no matter where they come in in our system, but really with an array of services that are very specific, very much using uh, new evidence-based practices, and very much involving consumers and family members in every aspect of the services we deliver.
0: We asked Kathy if she might give a bird's-eye view of the current state of systems change for those listeners who may be unfamiliar with current transformation efforts underway in LA County.
1: You know, of course, the first element of the Mental Health Services Act that came forward was community services and support. So within that element, probably the the cornerstone program is our full-service partnership program. And we've really um, begun to get some outcomes look at that level of service, that's um, a very intensive wraparound team approach that provides 24-7 coverage for clients who are identified as someone who, without this level of service, would really be a candidate for much higher levels of care. They would not generally be well-sustained in the community, and they might end up in jail or they might end up going in and out of our hospitals. So. Um, a cornerstone of that first part of the Mental Health Services Act is really around full service partnerships and we're beginning, as I said, to look at some outcomes with that program, particularly around their their living situation. We're really hopeful that each client can live successfully in the community and in the, the housing situation of their choice. And and over the years many of our clients haven't had that opportunity. So we try to support them and if they want to move to their own, place of their own, uh, to assure that that's possible and that they're not living, perhaps, in, in a board and care home or in a shelter or constantly moving you know, um, and losing apartments, so we try to wrap around them and support them. And that's really the first element that we're, we're looking at some outcomes about. Um, it's not perfect, but we do show some really good improvements in keeping people sustained in housing in the community as a result of FSP. Many of the full-service partnership programs are reaching capacity here in Los Angeles for our adult population, and so I think it's really essential that we begin to identify um, mechanisms to graduate or successfully move clients from that level of service to some of the other new programs that have come forward um, with MHSA. We're doing well, we can do better. I think our philosophy around a full service partnership early on we saw that consumers could stay in the program for life if that's what they wanted and I think we're really kind of evaluating is that really the way we should introduce that level of care to people because it kind of conflicts with I think this attitudinal shift that, that with recovery people can move forward and you know successfully gain from the program and perhaps have better relationships, do volunteer work, maybe move to employment, go back to school, Uh, so they may well not need this program, you know, over many years, and we're kind of introducing that, I believe, at the front end more and more, that it's a part of their recovery, but it's not the whole journey.
0: Here Kathy shares what she feels others can learn from LA County DMH's current transformation efforts. Uh,
1: Necessity is the mother of invention. No, I think there's a lot that people um, can learn from from what we've gone through in recent years. I think part of the work that I oversee as the deputy for our adult system of care is really to examine um, all the elements that we've put into uh, operation in our adult programs currently. And what we have done over the last year is to identify five levels of service, uh, all of which are funded in part by the Mental Health Services Act, so I spoke about the full-service partnership element. We have what's called field-capable clinical services. We have crisis recovery services. We have wellness center client-run activities, and then we have the, the beginning of our implementation of prevention and early intervention. So we've dramatically changed our delivery system, and those five elements, are really what you see when you enter one of our adult outpatient programs today. With more and more consumers really moving from full-service partnership or not even being in that level of service delivery, but maybe being better served in field-capable services or really in our wellness and/or client-run centers. So, I mean, there's a lot I think other um, people can learn from what we're um, doing in in the department in our adult programs. One of the particular commitments I have is to assure that across each of those levels of care that we have consumers and family members participating as part of our treatment.
0: Next, Kathy shares DMH changes and successes with us.
1: I really believe probably one of the the best successes in our department over the last four or five years has really been the hiring of peer advocates of individuals with lived experience and family or parent advocates into our system of care. Right now, we uh, probably have, in our directly operated programs, I know we have over 50 uh, peer advocates who are in paid positions, but beyond that, we have um, really brought on huge numbers of volunteers who are individual consumers who are giving back for the help that they've received over many years sometimes from the department and really hoping uh, to have their voice at the table in terms of the overall approach that we have in our programs. We also have, um, I think, at least some 20 parent advocates that have come into the system to bring their lived experience to the table. So um, I think that's a really important change in our system of care, peer advocates, family advocates really bring a different perspective uh, into the clinical milieu and into the communities. We know it's a very hard process for many people to become part of the treatment team and to, to receive the value and recognition that their voice deserves on that treatment team. And so we often, you know, we hear about people that are struggling with that, but we don't hear too often about the real successes that go on because they're going on quietly out in the community. So I think it's important as we look at our transformed system to, to really take a moment and think about how many of these uh, volunteers, consumers with lived experience, family members, are really coming and uh, becoming highly successful in making sure that we understand the value of them in the work that we do. So in my view, that's really probably one of the most important changes that that I have seen over the last few years. Uh, We also, with older adults, have brought on what are called service extenders. Those are individuals that are consumers, generally themselves, who um, go out and work side by side they get paid a little bit, but they're really out there working side by side with older adults to make sure their needs are met and to make sure they don't fall out of services. And I know in the adult system of care I'll be bringing a service extender vision to our adult programs this year. So those are some of the changes uh, that I feel uh, we should be very proud of and I would like to share with your listeners.
0: We'd like to thank Kathy greatly for taking the time to speak with us and for sharing her insight and inspiration. Please remember to tune in next week as we bring you part two of our interview with Kathy Warner. And please also remember to pass the Procovery podcast page link along to friends, family, and colleagues. As always, we invite you to visit our new YouTube channel at www.youtube.com slash Today, in honor of Kathy and her work for the past 25-plus years, we would like to leave you with a quote by Orison Marden. All who have accomplished great things have had a great aim, have fixed their gaze on a goal which was high, one which sometimes seemed impossible.